Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is a therapy episode for you, Asia. <laughs> you know, I have a lot on my chest. Because I, what's good? What's up? What's going on? Greetings. Welcome. Hola. <laughs> Como esta? Do we know any other languages uh, uh, we can say it in? Uh, bonjour. Yes, bonjour. Sapase. Konnichiwa. Yes, all of that. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's happening in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, the Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host, A Dove. It is Thursday, and Too Short has apologized for some colorist remarks he made recently. Meek Mill's campaign for his latest album, Expensive Pain, had some interesting advertisements, and a few people took issue with them. Also, Chloe Bailey did her first ever performance on The Tonight Show, and Usher just had a brand new baby. So before we get down to all of that, just gotta say, follow the podcast, whatever app you're listening to us on right now. Stop, take a pause, hit the follow button, now let's get right down to it. All right, so let's kick it off with Too Short because he made some crazy remarks that went viral recently. He was doing an interview with Saweetie and I first heard of this because Saweetie was getting backlash for it. So what did Too Short say? Yeah, so what Too Short said in this uh, clip was basically he said, word for word, mixed heritage women have always been my favorite. I don't think I've ever fallen in love with a woman that wasn't mixed. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Volunteered that one. Uh, <laughs> this is another one of those cases where people just didn't have to know that. Exactly. Didn't, didn't need to be known. Um, he also added, I felt that way about, he also added, I feel that way about life too. You can take the two ugliest MFs from different races and they F and make a baby and that baby just be beautiful. Like, what was the point of that one? <laughs> what was the reason, in the words of Cardi B, in the words of the great philosopher Cardi B, what was the reason? Really? So, after that, um, Saweetie kind of just laughed it off, like, haha, kept it real cute, didn't really call him out on it or mm-hmm. say anything. And then I think that's where the criticism for her started. But my thing was, I saw more Saweetie criticism than I did too short criticism initially. Yeah, like, were they, like, trying to get at her for not, like, um, correcting him? I don't know why. She, I still don't know why she got all the, uh, all the, all the clash from that part. Typical. Woman getting blamed for a man, what a man said or did. Everything. Very, very typical. Right. Classic u.s society but um yeah so i was seeing the tweets about it like oh so we just gonna let him say that she's not gonna say nothing oh she laughing along with that nonsense and while yeah she could have called it out she's 
in an interview with Too Short. She sampled this man's song. It's one of her biggest songs so far. Obviously, that's why they're even doing the interview in the first place, because of that connection. Mm -hmm. So she probably just was trying to keep it cute or whatever. That's the reason why I even heard about it in the first place. But then... After people started dragging Saweetie, they did kind of start dragging Too Short, and then that's when he uh, put out his reply. I love interracial relationships. <laughs> Do you like interracial relationships? I am from the Bay. Does that answer that? Yeah, so to let the people know what they can find in the Bay Area. So I know there's a lot of Filipinos out there, and I'm happy Okay, to so know. when I leave out the Bay, when I leave from the Bay, as, as a youngster moving around, you would actually see a girl, she kind of fair skin, light skin, and, and she's got a little hair, and whatever, curly straight hair, whatever, and you're like, hey, what you mix with? And they would get offended. They'd be like, I'm black, I'm black. And I'm like, no, you definitely mix with something. And they would get mad, but in the Bay, you could meet a girl before you can say her name, be like, hey, what you mix with? And she'd probably tell you that her mama's this, her daddy's that, and mixed, mixed heritage women have always been my favorite. Like, I don't think I've ever fallen in love with a woman that wasn't mixed. Really? And the debate did that to me. Really? Because it's something you get. I, I, and I, I feel like that way about life, too. Like, like biracial babies are... You could take you could take the two ugliest motherfuckers from, separate, from different races, and they fuck and make a baby, and that baby just be beautiful. It happens all the time. Okay, yeah, so that was it. It, it was given very ignorant, very <laughs> um, emphasis placed on the beauty of mixed people, which is fine. You know, all people are beautiful, all of that, yada, 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 yada. Um, but I just think a lot of people's issue with it was him kind of circumventing his own people, I guess, for mixed race people. I don't I, see. I don't feel like people's preferences or whatever, like. It shouldn't even matter at this point because you're not about to change nobody's mind. You're not about to convince somebody if they don't think black is beautiful or they don't think this is beautiful, that is beautiful. They're they're just not going to think that. So while it's unfortunate that I feel like Too Short feels that way, I just it's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, exactly. Like his he tried to apologize, which I guess, OK, good. But the way he worded it and how he kept kind of going on. Mm-hmm. Was like it's it's kind of like the same breath of when someone says they're not racist because they have black friends or yeah stuff like that to try to like make it and it's like it's just you know what you said you've <laughs> never been in love with a dark skinned woman like that's just kind of off putting to say right now it is but right and yeah. people use the the preference excuse but you got to get to the root of the preference so like if you're something like if you're an Asian man and you only like let's say Latino women. Mm-hmm. You got to examine why you don't like your own type or something that's just your own type. Like, or if you're a black man and you only like mixed women, why is it that you don't like just straight black women? Like you got to examine what the preferences are rooted in. But that's just for, that's just something to think about when, for all the people that want to say, oh, it's just a preference. But I do believe that you're not going to change somebody's preference. They have to just work on that on their own if the preference is rooted in something like self-hate or whatever the case is but I just feel like it's a waste of time and energy to even try and change somebody's mind or try and make somebody apologize like okay I guess it's cool that you apologize 
But like you said, the apology wasn't the greatest. He said, I would like to apologize to anybody that's offended by my words. I am from the Bay Area, and the whole racial thing to me has never been a factor in my circles. I'm not really into the whole hatred of I hate you because you're light or you're the best because you're dark. But you just said mixed was the best Yeah, in, in a certain amount of words. That's what you said. But anyway, the apology was contradictory. It was kind of like he really didn't even want to say it. So I don't know what to tell him. Like, I, I don't have that in me anymore to be like, oh, this is why you should think black women are beautiful. Or this is why you should think this person is beautiful. Like, you think what you want to think at this point. Come on, Asia Sky with a whole word, a whole oh, message. Come on, man. I just, you know, I, I'm a part-time preacher, you know, on every other Wednesday. Yeah. You can pull up to, to my church. Love that. Let's talk about Meek Mill and his expensive pain album cover slash artwork. It's been raising a lot of concerns recently. Um, namely to one anti-vaxxer who called it satanic BS. Yes, yeah, so when we talked about this first uh, cover art, uh, it was already gaining traction of like because it has like it's it's drawn by the way, so it's not even a real picture, but mm-hmm. it has uh, black women in they're calling it suggestive poses, like they're twerking or something like that, um, but kind of styled in like a famous artist design. And I we thought it looked cool, Asia, but pump, yeah, a couple people didn't like how the women were dressed in this uh, artwork and things like that, and so. For promotion purposes, Meek Mill, has, that cover art has been like on buses and like traveling around different cities. Mm-hmm. And so one man who is in Hollywood, California, saw the artwork that appeared on this bus and he posted on social media. He said, this bus that goes by in my neighborhood. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? This is on the side of a bus. This is on the side of a bus rolling through your street. Rolling on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look? This is how you want to be portrayed? Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support Meek Mill. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. Let's not mistake him what this pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of... Look at this shit that you're getting on. This is for everyone to see. It's the people hyping it up in the back for me. (laughs) This is disgusting. This is disgusting. I'm so sick of them just rubbing Satanism right in your face. It's the passion for me. He felt that in his soul, in the depths of his spirits. Uh, something called him to speak on this issue today, that day or whatever day it was. Yeah, you know a vein was popping out or a couple veins were popping out when he was screaming that one. It was. He felt really, really strongly about it. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people were like, well, he has a point. And other people are kind of like, okay, like, it's not that deep. It's not that serious. Yeah. Uh, my thing was, I kind of didn't mind the sentiment, but it was just the delivery and the reason behind it. Like, what is your reason behind being so upset about this? Like, do you really care about the portrayal of black women, the portrayal of black women 
do you really care about the health and well-being of black women or do you just want to call out Satanism? Because that's one thing he kept bringing up. He's like, this is satanic. This is Satanism. I'm sick of them rubbing the Satanism in our face. So I'm just like, is this like a Christian warrior type of thing? Like, are we fighting the devil or are we protecting black women? Like, what are we doing here? What is this about? Like, half of this stuff that I've heard, I just be like, what, what is the message that we're supposed to receive from this? Yeah, like what made him just feel so passionate to take that camera out and record off of Meek Mill's bus? When it, like does he do does he do that for everything? Like the Illuminati? Does he do that <laughs> when he sees a triangle or a upside down cross? Like we need to know like why this man just went on Meek Mill so hard. He went in, and then I was laughing when he threw it in there that he's from Philly. He's like, "Yo, I'm from Philly. I should support Meek Mill." Yeah. But this, and I'm just like, yo, like. To me, stuff really don't be this deep. It be deep, but it don't be this deep. Like, I just, I don't know what we're supposed to get from this. Y'all get mad when you see naked women when one person does it. Then when the next person does it, we love it. Mm -hmm. We pick and choose based on how much we like the person. Like, we don't like Meek Mill, so it's bad when Meek Mill does it. But when Young Thug does it, since we like him, it's great. Like, I just, uh, I don't know where we're at with it, with, with the moral stance about this. Is this conspiracy? Is it protect black women? Which one is it? I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like, why can't we all just mind our business on things that don't hurt us? Because if the tour bus did nothing to him, mm-hmm. he just wanted to go off. But, I mean, have that passion on other things, too, my good sir. That'd be my thing. Like, come show up to a rally with that type of passion. Mm-hmm. Show up to a healthcare reform meeting, a, a welfare reform, prison reform, with that same type of zeal and support for the black community. Yes, Please hello. and thanks. Now, let's talk about Chloe Bailey, because she is out here killing it continuously. Mm-hmm. She did a performance on The Tonight Show recently, her debut solo performance, and performed her debut solo song, Have Mercy. Yep. Uh, every time Chloe posts, she trends, and it stays trending, so everybody was sharing clips of the performance in case you missed it on the show. Mm-hmm. But um, she, gives, she, ugh, she was giving her all in her performance, as she always does. So right. big shout out for her for her first TV performance like that. Yes, and she did a nice little homage to Kanye West during the performance, you know, in that famous 2010 MTV VMA Awards where Kanye, like, remade the Runaway Beat on the stage when he had his beat machine and he was, like, making it as he was right there on the stage. She did that same type of thing with Have Mercy. She came out. She was like, good evening, everyone. Thank you for coming out. I would like to perform Big Booty Sonata in C-sharp minor. Big Booty Sonata is hilarious. Yeah. But, but yeah, so she made, she was making the beat live on stage. You know, Chloe's a producer as well. So that was excellent to see her display that talent while she was out there too. And then the energy she was giving during her performance, you know, she was channeling Miss Knowles the mm-hmm. whole time. Like she just has that that spirit of Beyonce in her. She's not like Beyonce, but she has the the spirit. You can tell that's her mentor. So it was giving Beyonce energy mixed with the Kanye energy with the beat making with a little Tina Turner-ish in there. I don't know. Chloe, Chloe seems to have it, honestly. She's definitely a star. She has that it factor about her. And a lot of people were also saying that um, she's, she did too much in her performance or she's doing too much. And a lot of people were like, I just think your favorites are not doing enough. So a lot of people were, you know, Showing support for Chloe when others were trying to like bash her for going all out, but it's like you're an artist. You're supposed to like bring it. I am so tired of the oh you did too much yeah. rhetoric. Like 
Yeah, I'm so tired of that rhetoric because I feel like, well, what are they supposed to do? What is an artist supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Are they just only supposed to do what you like personally? Or are they supposed to push the boundaries and make compelling art and compelling performances and try different things and make new visuals and create new energy and new sounds? Like, what is doing too much? Doing too much, when people really do too much, I feel like y'all don't have nothing to say about it. When right. when somebody brings out a person who's known for abusing women at the concert, y'all don't say they did too much. When somebody gets arrested for beating up their girlfriend, they didn't do too much then. Mm-hmm. When when people get locked up for domestic violence, they didn't do too much then. But Chloe Bailey is doing too much when she decides to make a beat on stage during her performance or do some suggestive choreography. She's doing too much. But <laughs> this other stuff that y'all let slide is not too much. This is a therapy episode for you, Aisha. I just, <laughs> I, you know, I have a lot on my chest because I, what I've been seeing recently has yes. been troubling my spirit out yes. here. You know, <laughs> like let's 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 really start calling things out. You know what? You know what started all of this? Hmm. People calling out Punch for saying Kodak Black was needed help. Oh yeah, for filling on his mom's butt. Right. Like, we gotta stop letting the nonsense slide. And then when people are doing something that's thorough or that's pushing the culture forward. Mm-hmm. People find every reason to hate on it. Exactly. Come on, man. Love 2022. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I don't know if it's going to happen for 2021, but love in 2022. Yeah. Please. Let's focus on that. Let's be hopeful for next year, please. <laughs> right. Speaking of love, though, um, Usher just had a new baby. Um, he is now a proud father of four. Yeah. He just welcomed his second child with his girlfriend, Jen um, all right, we're going to sound out th- this woman's last name. Ch- Jen Goikochea. That looks about as close as, <laughs> as we going to get. Yeah. yeah, so um, this is his second child with Jen, and the baby was born on September 29th, but he just announced it. So he oh. was, yeah, he put it out on IG. He said, hi, my name is Sire Castrelio Raymond. I am the newest addition to the Raymond crew. I was born on September 29th, 2021 at 6.42 p.m., weighing at 7 pounds, 13 ounces. Now, um, whew, yeah, that's a little hefty. A and boy. he said, hear me roar, a.k.a. Ra-Ra, Libra gang, them Raymond boys. Okay, new baby, Usher adding to the clan. I even forgot Usher had that many damn kids. <laughs> Yeah, man, one more, and you got yourself a basketball team, Ursh. Okay. <laughs> so congratulations to him. I, I like that we ended on that positive note after all of this, you know, emotion, emotional turmoil. Yes. We went through this episode. So congrats to Usher and Jen. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you are listening to us at right now. Yeah, hit that follow button. You got to stay up to date with everything that we're doing, all the new things we got going on. So make sure you follow, 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 and subscribe to us on YouTube, which is Hip Hop DX. And then be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, of course, at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too on all social media. I am at Asia Sky on every platform. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.